Hey, before we get started, if you are ready to pass your exams and become a licensed architect, you're going to want to listen to this. We are revolutionizing architectural education. It is my goal and mission to help as many people as possible become licensed architects while still maintaining their happiness. So introducing the architecture of play. This is our secret podcast series that will transform the way you study and prep for your ARE. Imagine having a happy work-life balance while also pursuing your dream of becoming a licensed architect. I promise you, it is possible. Our seven-episode private podcast gives you exclusive access to the secrets that can make this dream a reality. Remember, the more fun you have, the more likely you are to pass your exams and become a licensed architect. Start listening today at dci.beyoungdesign.com slash secret podcast. Don't miss out. This is going to transform your exam prep and help you enjoy the process of becoming a licensed architect. All right, enjoy the episode. When you start a business, most of us start off as solopreneurs and you need to be a marketer. Is anyone either starting an architecture business or interested in starting an architecture business or in the future want to be in business? I had a couple questions about business. And one of the questions that I got was if I had any financial book recommendations for architects. I have like too many architecture books that I recommend for starting a business. I I have so many books that I love. And so I have a link and I have a section there that is for books every entrepreneurial designer needs. I need to update it because I haven't updated in a while. So there's some really, really good ones on there. But I'm just going to take you a couple of my recommendations for financial books for starting a business, um, for some other books for starting a business. And then, yeah, some that I'm currently reading. What's in my queue? I have so many books. And I know that it's going to, I'm like, I don't have this written down. So I'm just going to say them, but then I'll leave a link. I'll make a little list and then I can um, leave a link for you. Okay. So, and I want to know if anyone has read any of these because there's some that are just beauty rush, started my own business a year ago, just started studying last week. Congratulations. That's incredible. I love it. Starting your business before you're finishing your exams. I did the same thing. And a lot of people feel like they can't do that, but you totally can. So that's awesome. So I have some good book recommendations for you then. So this question was specifically about financial books. So a couple of financial ones that I really recommend. Architect and Entrepreneur. This is Eric Reinhold, which is 30 by 40, which if you don't know Eric, beautiful, beautiful cinematography. Um, he has a YouTube account. He just does such beautiful work. And um, I found Eric back in the day in like 2012 or 2013, when he was writing articles on hows about starting a business. And I literally was like bookmarking and saving. I think I had even a Pinterest board of basically Eric's like articles on house. And then he started his YouTube. So I started following him there. And then he had his book and like, just, I lo I've loved watching his progression and he's just really inspiring. So 30 by 40, Eric Reinhold, but he, his book Ar Architect and Entrepreneur is a great book starting out, just breaking down what the process is like, um, business, even 
supplemental income type stuff. So that one is a great one. Definitely recommend. And then I have some other ones that aren't architecture focused, but are very helpful. So Profit First by Mike Malkovich. Is that how you pronounce it? Milkwich. Um, Profit First is great. And I will tell you, when I I have done a lot of like money mindset work, which if you are starting a business or in business, highly recommend. Highly recommend making sure you have a really healthy relationship with money, um, which is like a whole other topic. But once I kind of transformed how I approached money, I found that I was able to increase my rates and get less pushback on my pro- on my proposals, which is amazing. And Profit First is teaching you that it's not the same. Um, running a business isn't like, okay, you have your expenses, you have this, you have this, you have this, and then you have the profit. It's you have profit first, because if you don't have profit, you don't have a thriving, healthy business. And if you don't have a thriving, healthy business, you won't stay in business. So nothing else really matters at that point. And I did not know this and I did not approach my business this way for a long time. To me, it was like, oh, profit is like, you know, that's like uh, greedy or whatever, which is crazy. But I, once I read this book, I realized, wait a second, that makes sense. If I don't have profit, then I'm literally slaving paycheck to paycheck and barely able to make the expenses on this business. And it's not going to flourish. It won't allow me to hire because there's not extra profit to be able to afford to hire. So profit first is great. And then the other one, never split the difference by Chris Voss. This was another really great one just for understanding how to um, put together my proposals and to negotiate more with clients and also to feel really um, secure in the proposals that I was giving. So to feel good about what I was sending out where before it was kind of like, I didn't totally understand my own value. And so it was really easy to not to undercharge basically. And so never split the difference and profit first, both really helped with understanding the value of what I was doing, creating the proposals, writing the proposals so that they created options for people. So it made sense, made it easier for people to sign and, um, and I landed more contracts so and higher contracts and started making way more money. So definitely recommend those. Oh, hey, Wes, how you doing? Wes is saying, what are your thoughts on rich dad, poor dad? And if you haven't seen my episode with Wesley, we I think it was April or was it March? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I can't keep track of time. I think April. Um, definitely go check that out. My thoughts on Rich Dad, Poor Dad is that I need to reread it because I grew up in a house that was very much all about Rich Dad, Poor Dad and finances and everything. But I was also grown, I was also raised in a house that was very frugal and some of my family had money, some of my family had no money. And I grew up with this idea that in order to have any sort of money, you had to live like you were poor, not spend any money, drive a really rundown car, all this stuff. And I came into adulthood. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I also grew up with like the stories of it. And like it was always talked about in my house. And then I read it, but when I was younger and then as an adult, I 
feel like I don't remember the story as it actually was. I remember it based on like like little chunks and the chunks that I got didn't serve me well. And so I would like to reread it because I have heard that and I, I know the premise of it and like it makes so much sense. And like there are such great teachings in it. Um, I think I just need to reevaluate it because I think I came into it when I read it with so many limiting beliefs about money that it didn't, it didn't serve me in a good way. So now that I have a healthy relationship with money, healthy mindset with it, I want to reread it so that it's, um, I can understand it from a different perspective, if that makes sense. What did you think about Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I've, I'm curious. Okay. couple other books. I mean, I could talk about books forever, but a couple other ones. This is Marketing by Seth Godin. I, or Godin. Um, I love marketing. I didn't realize I loved marketing until I started my business and like love it. And I also realized how freaking powerful marketing is for starting and running a business. So when you start a business, most of us start off as solopreneurs and you need to be a marketer, right? We're marketing ourselves. We're marketing our projects. We're marketing the types of projects that we want, the types of clients that we want. And so a lot of what we do is marketing. And so we have to know how to market ourselves and our business to get our ideal clients. So this is marketing by Seth Godin's great. Predictably irrational is also really, really good. Um, This is kind of for marketing, but it's also for proposals and, and putting together prices too. It just really talks about like how irrational people's decision making is, but how it's actually pretty predictable. And so if we can predict how irrational they're going to be, like creating different price points and knowing that they're going to probably go with this price point if you do this and how it is kind of irrational, but we can predict that. And that also will really help you set up your proposals, which all these things is really awesome and helpful, which by the way, if you don't have time to like sit down and read book, I get it. I'm an audible learner. So I like to listen. I use an app called Libby and Libby is connected to local libraries. And so you can actually get audiobooks and like Kindle books for free. So it's a great way to be able to consume all of these. Okay. The next one is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Incredible book, especially if you're in business and maybe you've like hit a plateau or maybe you're at a certain threshold and you can't break above it. Maybe you've, you know, you're really wanting a certain revenue number, but like you're, you're not able to get to it. The big leap is huge and incredibly amazing. It's also great if you're taking the architecture exams because it talks about like self-sabotage and uh, possibly maybe why you've been failing over and over. So the big leap is really, really good. Or if you're procrastinating a lot, um, really just like getting in your own way. The big leap is awesome. Next one is the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Now this one is just like an all around life book. I highly recommend it just for anyone living, but if you're in business, it's also just really great because if you can be an effective person, if you can be a well-rounded person, if you can be someone who works well in life, then you are more likely to stay consistent, not give up. Business isn't easy and get more clients. So it's a great book. 
Okay. And then I was just going to say, I'm currently reading what I have on my desk. My side desk is Architect and Developer by James Petty. I have been wanting to read this forever. It's not even that big of a book, but um, I finally just got it a couple weeks ago. And so I've started to dive into that, which is exciting. And it's a little like I love business books and marketing books. And so this is a little bit different for me. Um, but I want to do development, I'd love to be architect and developer. So I'm diving into that. And then there's a couple other ones that are like in my queue, but I don't want to dive too far into this because you know, we could talk about books forever, but I'll make a list and I'll put it out there so you guys can get these. Okay, Wes, it was part of an Amway scheme that one of my old teammates tried to get me involved in. It was a good book, but having multiple people trying to recruit me into Amway ruined it for me. Oh, interesting. So it was like a MLM type recruitment thing. Yeah, that seems weird. So maybe you have the same feeling as me. It's like, maybe it's a good book, but for some reason, just not a good taste in your mouth. So (laughs) need to need to reread it or whatnot. Yeah, you're welcome for the book recommendations. Again, I know it's like just spewing them out. So I'll write them down so you can see them. 